Welcome to Dealmaker Diaries, where you hear directly from the dealmakers who you invest with. M&A, real estate syndication, and more. Strap in for unparalleled advice, wisdom, and insight from some of the world's best business minds with Don Thomas and G1C Group. Welcome, everyone, to episode 54 of Dealmaker Diaries. Today we have with us Mark Bashirs with Top Wealth Agenda. Mark Bashirs is on a mission to educate individuals, families, and business owners on how to achieve their financial certainty by growing, protecting, and leveraging their wealth in a safe and predictable environment. Mark, a successful entrepreneur, is a leader in a variety of industries and owns four prospering companies in Florida. He thrives as a financial mentor and belongs to an exclusive group of top insurance professionals under the Bank on Yourself brand. Since joining this elite group, Mark has been named Producer of the Year, three times Top 5 Producers of the Year, four times Top 10 Producer of the Year. He is co-author of the number one Amazon bestseller, The Secret to Lifetime Financial Security. Over the years, Mark has helped hundreds of clients take control of their finances and reach their financial goals without taking unnecessary risk. That's why his clients think of him as their secret weapon, helping them build and safeguard their wealth. Mark is founder of Top Wealth Agenda and started his business following the 2008 financial crisis when he was compelled to teach others how to avoid this financial losses and hardships by using his properly designed insurance strategies to provide multiple benefits for families and business owners. So let's give Mark a warm welcome to the show. Let's go. So, Mark, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. So, I'm so happy to get you on and discuss discuss some of the topics of um, insurance and banking on yourself, and explain to the listeners what that means and how they can take advantage of that. To, um, I think see better returns on their on their capital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a widely un misunderstood or unknown. Uh, vehicle that society is not taking advantage of and uh, once you discover it it really changes the way you you treat money definitely definitely I, I wholeheartedly agree so um, Mark why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and history before we uh, jump in sure well I was a marketing major and with a little specialty degree in golf management is where I started out of college, I went, uh, got my PGA credentials and went out there and tried to play. Couldn't beat anybody, so I had to go to work and uh, went to work at the country clubs. And next thing you know, I was being promoted up the ranks to, you know, head pro and then general manager. And then all of a sudden, I guess they liked my management styles and my um, fiscal responsibility, and they made me a regional manager. And I was, before I knew it, I was running. Um, 11 major resorts in the southeast from Hilton Head all the way through Orlando down to Naples, Florida. Had a really big budget, had 3,000 employees, and really got to know my uh, revenue and expenses. And but then, I, and Goldman Sachs bought the company, and then that changed a lot of things. So um, I realized I didn't want to work 
under the Goldman Sachs uh, purview. So I went out on my own and I wanted to really get into the real estate development world. And because I've always had a soft spot for real estate and, uh, and, and I, so I went out and I swung pretty hard at my first, first real estate deal, but it was back in the early 2000s. And if you remember how good the real estate market was and here in, yeah, and here in Florida, it was like everybody in the world wanted to buy a piece of Florida and especially the Europeans. And so I, I just got involved with a, a project that was going to build a 140 unit condominium development on the Peace River in a town called Puna Gorda. And in the golf business, you meet a lot of people around the world and a lot of entrepreneurs. And I met some people in Europe and we basically pre-sold 140 units with 35% deposits on these condominiums back in 2002, nice. 35, 35% deposits. And I marched into a bank and showed them 140 contracts with 140 deposits. Next thing I know, I, uh, they gave me a $40 million construction loan. They had no business giving me a $40 million <laughs> construction loan, but they did because back in those days, it was a little loose. Um, even though those are good contracts and good deposits, um, you know, I, I didn't have a way to pay back a $40 million construction loan. And lo and behold, we got it uh, four stories high, eight buildings looking good. And I'll be darn Hurricane Charlie pulls into pulls into town in 2004 knocks down all my buildings that was devastating um so all those years of hard work you know you still haven't been paid right you only get paid on the way out and uh, yeah. we got a long long way to go so we get it put back up again and then hurricane ivan comes across the other side of the state pu pushes us down again so i truly believe that uh, i wasn't supposed to win that that venture to teach me a, a lesson that nothing's that easy because I was going to make a lot of money pretty quickly and easily. And, and so I was sitting in the office of my attorney after the, after we got a back up and running and we were doing some asset protection questioning Q and a, cause I, I wasn't sure uh, I was going to be able to hit the finish line because as you know, in real estate, timing of 05, 06, 07, it was, you know, wasn't looking good, right? Even though I had contracts and deposits, the buyers were getting queasy. The Europeans were actually concerned now that Florida gets hit by hurricanes constantly. So they were starting to run for the door. And um, so my attorney just hit me with a silly question and said, do you have any whole life insurance? And I, I didn't. And I, I was surprised by the question why that was even relevant. And he said, uh, well, the cash value inside your whole life insurance is creditor proof. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, if this whole deal goes bad, at least that asset would not, it would be protected and the bank wouldn't be able to collect on, on your cash value and your life insurance. And I was like, well, how come nobody told me that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where was all the smart people that I was around to say, you know, you should probably have some of your money inside of this vehicle just in case you get sued or something goes wrong. And so I, I put my head down and actually heard um, an ad on the radio and it was on, on 
talking about bank on yourself and, and what is bank on yourself? So I called the number and I, I forced the guy on the other end of the line to at least con confess what, what he was uh, pitching. And he he brings up cash value, dividend paying whole life insurance. And so I, I heard it twice in the same week yet had never heard it for, you know, 35 years before that. And so I, I really got interested in the concept and the product. And then next thing I know, I, I love the features and benefits so much. Um, I said, well, if no one's telling me that I might as well get a megaphone and I'll tell everybody I can, because everybody should at least consider this vehicle in your financial toolbox. And if you consider it properly, you'll notice, you'll realize you gotta have it in your financial toolbox because there's there's no better place to warehouse your money than where it's guaranteed, it's safe, it's liquid and it's growing and it's tax favored. You know, So all those little features just feel so good when you talk about where do I wanna park my money? Because you know, Don, your options right now, you can put it in your savings or checking account. What do you get for that? Nothing. Yeah. Or you can have a place to warehouse your wealth where it is immediately once it's in your policy, it's going to grow until the day you die and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, so that's my story of how I got to opening up uh, my company, Top Wealth Agenda. We've got hundreds of clients and it's growing every day and um, it, it's been exciting. How, how, Mark, how, how do you get the work? How have you been successful in getting the word out to your clients? And is there a certain strategy you use to help clients realize that this is a, a bankable strategy versus 401k or all the other more known strategies out there? Yeah, well, you, you got to ask them uh, what they're doing and why they're doing it, and then ask them is that the best place you could be doing what you're doing? And what I like to do is, you know, do a full financial MRI for my clients. And we look where all the money's going and what are the options? And all of a sudden we can free up some dollars that we're going to a venue that's underwhelming, underproducing, um, not as liquid. And we can redirect those dollars or transfer or reposition and start building a cash value dividend paying life insurance policy. And it really becomes your, your foundation of your financial pyramid. And what I mean by the foundation, you want it thick and wide, right? Because if you don't want your foundation to crack, you know, and so I look at that as where your safe money is, where it's growing and liquid. And then at the top of your pyramid is where you can take some, a little bit of risk for your portfolio. But as you well know, um, everyone has got that pyramid a little bit upside down because what do they do when you get your first job and that HR department walks over and gives you that packet and that 401k packet, you think you just secured your future. Yeah. <laughs> and what did that 401k offer? Uh, nothing but speculation hmm. and risk, right? And what do all, all of us 20-somethings do is we sign up for it because we think that's the right thing to do. And society has been conditioned the wrong way of where, you know, the powers of Wall Street are rooted deep in that 401k plan because, unfortunately, that's all 
I hate to call it this, dumb money flooding into uh, Wall Street every Friday, every payday. So, so that's that's what what we talk about. All right, and if I could add to that, I think probably one of the biggest lures is the company match for the 401k, right? So we'll match every dollar you put in. So what do you think about that? Because I think that's that's such a that's such a draw to most people. Like, wow, that, that it's pretty much doubling my money. So I, yeah, how can I not lose? Yeah, I, <laughs> how can you not lose? Well, I can talk about my experience of doing exactly that from gosh 1992 to 2002 mm. so i would put my money in that 401k and i was getting a match and boy it didn't take long for the dot-com crash to take every dollar that was matched and take it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so so that that's part of my journey that 10-year window for me you know 1992 to 2002 and getting smacked hard from the, the market forces. And then you can take it from basically to 1997 to 2007, when the real estate meltdown and the market um, financial markets crashed. So if you had your money in real estate, you got hurt in that decade. If you had your money in the markets but for that 15 year window, you got crushed five times. There was like five major market crashes. So. So good luck with the 401k being a safe, secure foundation for your future, which it's it's not. It, it's going to ebb and flow. Um, and and you hear the guys, uh, the money managers talking all the time, well, the markets will come back. <laughs> well, how does that help me now Right. Yeah. <laughs> when, it's, when it's in the valley? So let me add one more component to using life insurance as a place to warehouse your wealth. And when I say it's in your control and it's liquid is really powerful because your 401k and your IRA is not really in your control and it's not really liquid, right? Without penalties, taxes, fees, who knows what. Huge penalties. Um, yeah. So, so all those 20 somethings to 30 somethings that are warehousing money in that arena are kind of cash strapped at home. They don't, they don't have a lot of liquidity to uh, address emergencies or opportunities. And so when you have your foundation with this life insurance product, you can be the contrarian to the market. And what I mean by that is you want to buy things on sale, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to buy right. Everyone, and even they talk about in stocks and all that kind of stuff, you know, buy low, sell high. And that's my big, big laugh when people tell me they're putting money in the 401k. And, and I ask the question, well, how's the Dow Jones now? Where is it? Well, it's apparently at the all time high. So on Friday, you're going to go to your paycheck and you're going to direct some of your dollars to the all time high stock market. So what happened to buy low, sell high? Mm -hmm. and, and they're buying high, but they're doing it of just arbitrarily because they think it's the right thing to do. And then as soon as the market's correct, good luck with that. Yeah. So when you have your properly engineered life insurance vehicle, you're waiting for things to go on sale to pounce and you can get into your policy, no questions asked and get access to that capital to buy things when they go on sale, whether it's real estate or stock or whatever. And you're, when you're buying at steep discounts, you don't really need the, 
the market to go back up that dramatically to make a really great return. And then as soon as you, you make that return, you got to have a place to warehouse it right back into your policy, making your foundation bigger and, and broader. Um, case in point, uh, COVID was just a couple of years ago, right? Mm, yeah. And and what did the mar- uh, stock market do? Crash 40% in some arenas. Well, guess what a lot of my clients did? They dipped into their policy, bought some high quality stocks at a 40% discount. And what did, mm. how, did the market come back? Yeah, it did. And ironically, faster than anyone ever predicted. But my clients made a whole lot of money with very little risk. You know, these stocks were already down 40%. You know, were they going to go down 45? Well, even if they did, they didn't get hurt. And then obviously the rebound was, you know, fantastic. And and so now we're waiting for the next opportunity. Is it going to be in real estate? Is it going to be in commodities? Who knows where it is? Mm-hmm. But when things go on sale, you are waiting in your office <laughs> to take take advantage yeah. of those things because uh, I've been on the other side of that, you know, buying buying wrong and then mm-hmm. getting hurt. And once you get burned once, you don't do it again. Find another another way to manage your 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 own wealth and your future growth. Definitely. And uh, Mark, so a, a lot of your clients are business owners. How have you helped um, your clients that own businesses? Well, take that exact same concept, right? That we just talked mm-hmm. about. Where where does your money reside? And you got pr- cash flow. And our businesses and our owners, a lot of small business owners, have partners. And we can set up policies on the two partners for a buy sell agreement. So every month they're funding a policy, building up cash value. And the reason why you're, you're setting that policy up is in the event one of them passes away you're going to need money to pay to buy those shares off of the other person's spouse Mm -hmm. because you nine times out of ten the answer when i ask business owners do you want to be partners with his or her spouse if you (laughs) and the and nine times out of ten it's uh absolutely not so so we've used these policies now it's not likely somebody's going to die, but then let's say we run this business for 10 years. We've built up capital inside these, these policies that can be used for, you know, expansion, you know, um, and or retirement. So maybe 10 years down the road, they sell the businesses. They're both going to walk away with these policies with all that value built up in there and the death benefit for their family in the future. So that that's just one application of you know buy sell agreements, but then uh, there's another one is we use the um, executive bonus plans, so we can have a key person in that um, that business that we don't want to lose to our competitors. So as an added incentive, we'll set up a policy, and the business is going to fund the policy to keep this employee happy and knowing that when five, 10, 20 years down the road, the employee is going to walk with that policy as an added, added bonus. Okay. And Mark, so I'm a, I'm a very visual guy. So could you explain how 
in relation to wealth building, how, do, how does it mirror mountain climbing? <laughs> well, mountain climbing would be uh, the way up and the way down, right? Mm-hmm. And with your accumulation phase is, is like your mountain built climbing up your mountain. And you need to accumulate for your future. Now, when you get to the top of that mountain and you're at that retirement age, you know, they say, you know, Mount Everest, uh, more people die on the way down than they do on the way up because they didn't have that plan on how to get down. So when you you get to those retirement years, you're going to look in the mirror and say, do I have enough saved up? that I can live the rest of my life without running out of money. So that backside, you got to have a long ramp for longevity to make sure you have enough capital to get you through those long years. You know, it's not like we retire and then just go out to pasture and we're done in five years. We're we're talking about life expectancy, you know, in that late eighties, nineties. Now they're even talking you know, there's someone already born today that could live to 150, you know, yeah. I just heard a cardiologist explain that to me. And um, so that's, that's my analogy, you know, for there's accumulation phase that's climbing the mountain. And then you've got to have a, a plan for a long walk down and using cash value life insurance and or annuities to ensure guaranteed lifetime income that you can't outlive. Okay. And Mark, so looking at financial advisors or agents as a whole, um, would you consider yourself an outlier? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going against the the nor- um, every one of the big houses out there, you know, and you know them all, all the name brands of people that want to control your wealth and earn a fee for it where we're actually building a a policy and a plan where you're in control and you have all the say and you're not paying running up fees you know win or lose um you know that's that's the other side of uh you know money management you know they're all really nice people and they all work hard and they all have a strategy but at the end of the day they can't control the black swan events and when those events happen and it gobbles up your account, they're gonna they're gonna call and apologize, but they're still gonna get a fee. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I'd consider our philosophy and strategy um fighting, it's kind of fighting Wall Street and all those people that are involved in it. Definitely, yeah, and you're definitely right about that. I mean, win or lose, they're gonna get their fee, right? They're not calling you to say, Hey, I know you took a big hit, so I'm going to waive my fee for the next three months. You never hear that, right? Never heard it. I've never seen it. They got to feed their families too. So they got to get their fees. But okay. they can't, but they can't ensure your wealth will grow. They can't guarantee it. And that's again where you got to have that foundation in play. Okay. And um, and quickly, Mark, can you talk about talk about financial pyramids? And how what what that what exactly that is and how it should yeah. be set up. Yep. So so again, the, the pyramid, the way you want to from a spectrum of risk. 
at the bottom of your pyramid is the least amount of risk to your wealth. At the top of your pyramid would be your highest risky investment that you could take. But no, at the top of that pyramid, it's skinny and it's short. So if it were to experience volatility, you're not going to wake up the next day, you know, throwing a temp temper tantrum because <laughs> your foundation with that limited risk or no risk with guarantees is going to see you through all those those terrible events that are coming. I mean, we just don't know when the next one's coming. It's it could be tomorrow morning or it could be a year from now or five, but there's going to be another global event, let alone national event. Yeah, there so always get, is. Get, so get that pyramid solid on the bottom first before we take unnecessary risk. Okay. And, um, and to that point, how, how can most people avoid financial stress and, and all the noise out there and stay focused? And I think you touched on this earlier. Yeah, that it's, it's, it's meet your insurance broker, your insurance agent, I should say, before you meet your stockbroker. <laughs> um, this is, you know, life insurance is funny because if you ever want to, you know, sit next to somebody in an airplane that you don't want to talk to, you tell them you sell life insurance, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and next thing you know, you know, it just gets real quiet. Um, but I sell life insurance and I love it because I, I love what it does for my clients. I love that they never have a bad day. I love that our, in our office, our, our saying is uh, all of our clients that are at their new all-time high on their wealth today. And we say it every day because it's true and you can't do anything about it because your policy is always getting stronger. I always like to visualize a the escalator, you know, the big giant metal escalator in the airport that's just going straight up. It's slow, but it's solid. And, mm -hmm. and that's the way I view how these life insurance policies behave for our clients because you can't stop it. And it's going to get to that point where it's aimed. And, uh, and then it's up to you on, on how you leverage the policies when those opportunities arise. You know, Don, I didn't even touch on the most unique feature about using your policy. When you borrow against your policy for, let's say, an opportunity, it does not interrupt its scheduled and guaranteed growth. So mm -hmm. you have $10,000 in there, let's say, and you borrow out 9000 to put to work on some great opportunity you have, you're still going to earn on your full $10,000 in your policy as if you didn't borrow it. So if you don't have that tool in your financial toolbox, you need to look me up <laughs> and let me help you design this for you because you'll, you'll be so happy you have this in your arsenal to protect against whatever's coming, good or bad. Yeah, and when I, I think when I first started reading Kiyosaki back in the early 2000s, I hear him talk about putting your money to work before you spend it. And, yes. it, and I thought I knew what it meant, but I really did it. Can, can you touch on what that, what that means and, and the concept? Yeah, it, it just more of what I'm, I've been saying that put your money to work in your policy where it's on that escalator and you can't stop it. And then you leverage it 
and put it into those great opportunities when you see things come out on a discount. And uh, they're coming. There's some good discounts coming. Yeah, I used to always hear him say, pay yourself first. And basically, I thought he meant, oh, I should, yeah, I should go buy a car before I do this or that. But yes, he's putting it into a plan like this. And, uh, you know, I have so many um, real estate investors that have built up these policies and they're, you know, they flip houses. So they dip into their policy, they go find the fixer upper, uh, pay cash for the house, borrow from their policy to do the fixing. And then it takes six months to a year, let's say, do that work. And then they sell that house for a profit. And all that money comes flushing right back into the original pool, the capital in your policy. But yet you still got the original growth. You put that money in there to do in the first place. So you got your money working in two places. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And some of the investors I know, even um, they lend money out using that, that same account to other investors or real estate professionals as well. That's yes. exactly right. Yeah, it's just up to your imagination and how you wanna leverage that plan. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've helped, I've loaned some people some money too, same way. All right, excellent, excellent. All right, so Mark, before we hop off, let's jump into the lightning round to see um, what makes that great brain tick. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> All right, so um, what book or books have greatly influenced your life? Uh, the first one I'd say is The Bank on Yourself. Read that book, because that is a game changer. But then another one is um, Start With Why, in which I really enjoy it for the leadership side of it. Okay, Start With Why. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll look for that one. All right, and um, how has a failure or perceived failure actually allowed you a greater success later? Well, I would say it was uh, my hurricane story. Without a doubt, that was turned into uh, a, a learning, painful learning <laughs> situation. Um, but again, it brought me to this arena in the insurance world. So I didn't, I didn't quit. I just went down a different road and now I'm teaching people and just love my clients and we're just having a good time. Okay, excellent. And and what's a habit or routine that you love? My first uh, thing I do when I get into my office is I call my mom. <laughs> Knock out that call. Do you call your mom daily, every day? Every day I get to the office. I got, I got three minutes to give her and say hello <laughs> and, 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 and get to work. All right. And is your mother in Florida or where, what part of, the, part of the world is she? Uh, she's part-time Michigan, part-time Florida. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she likes she likes that three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does. Yeah. All right. And um, what have you um? I mean, I'm sure you're very busy, and uh, I mean, like me, your inbox fills up quickly with people, deals, proposals, asking for a lot. What have you become better at saying no to? Um. What have I said no to? I said no to uh, social, a lot of, um, gosh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's and a tough one. What did you become better at saying no to? Yeah, uh, I think, hmm, 
I think saying no to my kids <laughs> when they were trying to get in my wallet. <laughs> so they got to earn it their own, themselves. And so it was easy to spoil them for a long time. And then you start realizing that's not helping them. So I had to start saying, no, no, you got to find a way to get, get what you want without mom and dad, you know, spending it. How old are, how old are your kids? I have a 20 year old uh, playing baseball at Duke University and a 18 year old playing volleyball at Emory. Okay, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Two outstanding universities. Yeah. And I assume you're teaching them that bank on yourself concept early. Yeah, you know, it was fun. I actually made my son bring his uh, graduating class, high school buddies into my office and we got around the table and I said, Okay, y'all going off to college, you're all going to get spoon fed a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but when you get out of college, here's what you're going to not do. <laughs> and we talked about the stock market and we talked about qualified money and putting that money in jail and how much of a disservice that's doing you. So society's going to grab you and try to drag you in that direction. Mm. And you're going to you're going to remember this meeting today that you got it learn this first before you get into those other arenas with all the speculations and the and the wolves out there yeah yeah that's good stuff i hope they remember that too because yeah i wish somebody had had that conversation with me because yeah they're yeah. definitely going to yeah. be pulling from 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 day one and yeah like you said in orientation for their first job that'll be probably one of the main things hr goes yep. to us all yep yep had i done Everything I am describing today, had I done that out of college, this is, it was, would be an easy seven-figure swing, you know, thinking mm. 15, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, easy seven-figure swing mm. because of so many of the losses I took yeah. in that, I call it a lost decade, you know, just everywhere I went, I was getting crushed. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll kind of finish on that note. I, my wife was an executive at a major bank. And, and studied finance and all that kind of stuff, right? But she had no idea the power of this cash value, dividend paying whole life insurance. And we had to look and we had to have a long conversation to get her to unlearn all those things that she, she learned to pass her you know, financial tests, and all those things. She had to unlearn and think about the way money flows and where do you want it to flow and where do you want it to reside is the most important thing. But everyone's going to try to sell you rate of return. Come with me and I'm going to get you a rate of return of X. But they can never say they'll guarantee a rate of return, but they'll, yeah. they'll claim they'll get you that. And that's you know, everyone's eyes light up. Oh, you're going to get me 9%. Where do I sign? That's, that's where the wolves have got you. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Well, good for her for being able to put ego aside and unlearn all of that that she's been taught for years, because a lot yes. of people can't, right? So That's right. Yeah, and it, had, it started to tug at her a little bit because she had to tell things to clients in the bank that she knew were mm. not 100% in their best interest because she knew of this other strategy they could be implementing. Right. And they're not giving that information. And that's, again, where society, the, Wall Street, they got tentacles everywhere. They're, yeah, they're trying, to yeah, get they your, trying to get you. Yeah. So, but anyway, 
it took about a year, Don, for her and I to get on this all the way in on the same page. It, it, it was tough. The first time I told her, she said, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So yeah, I think you, so yeah, you, you pretty much already answered my last question. What important truth do very few people agree with you on? I think we've talked about it this whole episode. So that's it. Uh, yeah. So I would actually end it by if somebody wants to get in touch with you and talk more about this, what's the best way for them to reach out or get in touch with you? Sure. So if you're looking for a, a true, honest financial evaluation and an honest projection of where you can get to, all you got to do is uh, put in the Google book with Mark, book with Mark and Mark spelled with a C. So just spell it out in Google and you'll see my name, Mark Bashirs. Click on there and you can schedule right to my calendar. Okay. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Right at the top of the SEO, you have some good, good SEO in there. Thank you. Thank you. And um, do you have a website as well, Mark? Yeah, it's the name of my company, uh, Top Wealth Agenda. Okay. Top, top, all spelled out, topwealthagenda.com. All right, so yeah, we'll run that across the bottom of the screen as well. And yeah, you guys can get in touch with Mark that way. So Mark, yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. Really enjoyed this chat. I'm sure it had some very valuable tidbits for the listeners, and I hope they can um, put their minds around that and Reorganizing things. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Build that pyramid that nobody can take away. For sure. That's great. Thanks, Don. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye -bye. All right. You as well. There you have it, guys. Another episode of Dealmaker Diaries in the books. If you enjoy and or find value in what we're doing, please do leave us a nice review. It goes a long way in keeping the show moving in the right direction. For you investors, if you're looking for places to put your hard-earned capital to work, head on over to our website, g1cgrp.com, and sign up for our investor list to be informed of the different projects we're raising capital for that will provide you with the cash flow your investments so much deserves.